Hey, hey, welcome, welcome, welcome. Mark, thank you for helping me crush a whole Peking duck earlier. That was real fun. And that's the topic of today's podcast. How welcome, do you crush a duck? Welcome to Kicking Myself, <laughs> a trading card game podcast. And today, what are we talking about, guys? Ooh, we got a lot to talk about. Do we? Something very secret. Is it in a lair? Is it a spooky secret lair? Very, very spooky. Is it a, is it a <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some new uh, secret layers. And some of them are the same secret layer. Ooh. Morgan, can you at least... This time around, I just didn't think they were that interesting. I will say, I really wanted to just interject no and then have that end the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't think they were that interesting this time around. Uh, usually, the secret layer drops are kind of, there's one that catches my eye that's kind of like unique. This time, I just didn't think that they were interesting at all, like period. And uh, that's okay. It's not my cup of tea. Wow. Wow, you were a lot more passionate about this earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. before I, I, we were on the podcast, you were just like, no, this is dumb. This is stupid. I don't get it. I have come to terms with the fact that... And then you put on your I'm a Boomer uh, shirt, and you put on your uh, AARP sticker, and we then went out to go grab early bird specials at IHOP. <laughs> First of all, IHOP is an early bird special? That's lit. Second of all, um, also, shout This out. coming from the man who didn't want to wake up before nine. I... Have not slept uh, <laughs> today. Um, I wanted to, before we actually get down the secret layer portion, uh, I wanted to give a quick shout out to uh, MTG North's Morgan because he's the one who actually changed my perspective on the secret layer thing, mm -hmm. which is twofold. One, secret layers aren't meant for me. I'm not the consumer of all these secret layers, right? Each secret layer is either cool or meh. And the ones I find cool, I find cool. The ones I find meh, I don't buy. And that's fine. And that's that's fine, right? But like this time around, uh, I will say the one that I think is actually cool is the Extra Life one. I think the Extra Life one, they did a really good job on. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I just want to like talk about how apparently you were on MTG North and didn't tell us. I wasn't on MTG North. I actually had a conversation. Morgan, MTG North? Your name's Morgan. Yeah. yeah there's yeah. there's another Morgan. Morgan talking about Morgan. No, no, there's not there's not another Morgan. There, there's there only another, one. There's only this one. This world cannot have more than one Morgan, please God. I'm oh, Morgan. <laughs> I am Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Uh but yeah, I, I actually really agree with you on the extra life one. It has two crater hoofs. Yeah. The the flavor text on the crater hoof is actually really great. If you What's, pull up the flavor text. Uh, the flavor text, actually, I don't know. The it. flavor text on the crater hoof is it loves to eat all things crispy, crunchy, and cheddar flavored. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good for the crater hoof, I guess. It doesn't even look like a crater hoof behemoth, it looks like a spaghetti monster. Is it, it the flying spaghetti monster? No, it it looks... does not fly. The, the, this thing, according to physics, should not fly. Although, <laughs> to be fair, the old Drazi shouldn't fly. Emrakul really shouldn't fly, but uh, yet it does. I like the idea of people drawing art done by kids. I really think that's a great inspirational thing that they did 
the Extra Life Secret Layer this time around has six cards in it. Uh, one card produced by the child in question that drew the art for it, and then the card reproduced by a professional artist. Um, and there is Metalwork Colossus, Mold Drifter, and Critter of Behemoth. So there are two of each in the set, which is cool. The other one that I thought was pretty cool, I don't like the art on it, but I think it's cool, is the Liliana's Demons one. I think that's Ooh, cool. I don't actually know this one. Yeah, so you built a Demons deck, right? Um, yeah. So, so Liliana Demon one comes in. This is where I diverge from my, I'm not the consumer portion of this. There are three versions of it. Okay. There's regular, foil, and etched. All right. Oh, I mean, that seems perfectly reasonable. I think they're really more trying to see who is enjoying the etched stuff and who's not. And uh, based on sales, they can probably figure out if uh, etched or foil is more popular. Yeah. And the demons, it's all four of Liliana's demons and a copy of Liliana's contract. So that's Liliana's contract, uh, Gristlebrand. Razaketh. Razaketh. Kothafed. Kothafed and bells and lock bells and lock i was like oh i did not remember that bells and lock and they've got some that's the name of all the teletubbies right yeah indeed yeah. by uh, your by your powers combined <laughs> i wait wasn't bells and lock sealed in like the abyss wasn't that like the story of bells and lock and that's why the cabal accidentally worship him because they accidentally released him from the abyss how did he have a contract with liliana I do continuity. Know. <laughs> the Orthos in me is not happy with Con my continuity. Um, I only know this because I was looking up the Cabal for this demon deck that I made. Just looking up really, really quickly, he was. Oh, the Cabal, yeah, the Cabal of Dominaria accidentally freed Bells and Lock from the Abyss. From the Abyss, it doesn't necessarily say what that timeline with this. But keep in mind, Liliana is also much older than the other planeswalkers. She is an OG planeswalker. Yeah. Isn't well, she? not just like compared to all of them. She is one of the original five, but she's also older than the other well, original five. I, I know she's like an OG planeswalker. She's like Nicol Bolas level planeswalker. Like where like she was. It was her, Soren, and like Nihiri are the only planeswalkers that are still around. That <laughs> and Ugin, that were like the god level planeswalkers yeah yeah Forthos. Forthos. the other secret layers this time around i just i did not find interesting there's some cool ones they have the uh eternal knight original innistrad like alchemist refuge cycle the spell lands yeah whatever they're cool i guess which ones are these I, I I looked at all of these, and apparently I don't remember most of them. So um, the ones that he's talking about, like, you get um, Moreland Haunt. Slayer, Strong, uh, Slayer Strongholds. Tessic Wolf Run. Yeah. All of those are getting Eternal Night. The, listeners cannot look at, see the look <laughs> at on my face. I do not remember seeing this at all. You're, you're telling it's me, all tell, you're, it's you're all telling me you didn't see Desolate Lighthouse, Dephilia Drownyard, Grim Backwood, Stensia Bloodhall? Yeah, yes, okay. the look on his face yeah. is, is accurate for this. <laughs> How did I not remember this? <laughs> That's why I said these secret layers were pretty uninteresting. The one that I have the most problem with, and I'm going to be very calm about saying this, is the Stranger Things one, which I absolutely am disgusted by. I mean, if, if you were upset about the, the Walking Dead 
crossover that happened before, I would imagine that you would be in the same boat with this. To me, this is no different than the Godzilla crossover. This is no different than putting My Little Pony or Transformers on any of the IP for the, the Comic-Con things. This is another crossover event. And in this case, it's, it's also like, it's also unique cards that aren't being produced anywhere else, similarly to the Walking Dead ones. Yeah. They've only seen play, they only can see play in eternal formats like Legacy, Vintage, or Commander. So and... I disagree because the My Little Pony and the Transformers ones are silver bordered mm -hmm. and cannot see play. And that the... one is true, but the Walking Dead ones could. Right. Yeah, and... But I'm, and the Godzilla ones are not IPs themselves. They are cards from a physical set mm -hmm. that have alternate skins. Remember, he said he was going to be calm about this one. Yes, this and is now not my true. blood is boiling again. <laughs> so it, the the issue that I have, I, I think that these cards are really really fun. I'm I, I great. love the way I that hate Stranger Things. So I don't care. That, that's fine. I think that Stranger Things is kind of great. But looking at these, I think that Friends specifically forever. Eleven looks really really fun. The Friends Forever mechanic is essentially just a specific partner. You can only partner with these cards type thing, but. The thing that I find really interesting about these, similar to the Walking Dead ones, is you can only get these cards from the secret layer. Yes, and I had an issue with the Walking Dead secret yeah. layer, and for this exact reason. So there were a lot of different opinions about it, like a lot. Uh, my personal opinion was they promised after Nalothi Dragon never to do exclusive promos again. Yeah. Nalothi Dragon, Dragon, and for just people who don't know what that is, Ross, could you explain? Nalothi Dragon was a Dragon Con promo from, like, 94 or something? It's an old one. Yeah, it's, like, 94 or 95, and it was an exclusive promo. It's not a good card, but it was worth, like, $100 at the time or something silly. I don't know the exact number. Because it, you could only pick it up at Dragon Con. Same thing with a card like Sewers of Estark, right? No, Sewers of Estark was a book, book promo, promo, and you would send Similarly the to Mana Crypt. yeah, you would send the like little thing at the back of the, uh, the magazine, coupon, the, coupon. the coupon, yeah, in, and you get a random three, a choice of three promos, and one of them was Sewers of Estark, one of them was Mana Crypt, and one of them was Arena, I believe. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Man, that's, that's that stinks. How, how juked do you feel when you get when you get Arena Sewers of Estark and someone else gets a Mana Crypt? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that's and, juice. <laughs> and it's like kind of interesting. These were promos you anyone could get. You just needed to have the little like magazine thing, and there were just thousands of these magazines. What's crazy is they actually put up a uh, comic at uh, what is it? Not the not dirtling around. Was it dirtling around? Or, or I have no idea what you're talking about. Right, the, a web, I have no the idea web comic where about. it's just like Magic Gathering and uh, you're talking it? about cardboard crack. That's the name of it. Right. So cardboard crack recently put out a uh, a comic where someone found a, a a magazine with the original coupon in it, and they were like, that coupon's 20 years old. No one's going to get anything. And then it just cuts to Mero in his office like, why does nobody want the last mana <laughs> <laughs> I mean, someone, gosh, I remember like a few years ago, someone had the original sealed pack of magazine promo mana crypts, which was 200 mana crypts in a sealed plastic uh little pack how much did that pack go for nobody w like knew what to even bid on it because it was so crazy it's like the minimum number is the price of uh like 
200 mana crypts or something. It was 20? Not 200. Like 20 mana crypts or something. Well, and at the time, and that's like 20 times whatever 200 ish at, at the time. time. Yeah. And so then I think it went up like 15,000, maybe even 20. I don't even remember. It was insane. Remember, kids, keep all your coupons for later. Because if you need them, you too can have a just, bunch of mana crypts. Just or, hand that coupon to the person with the sealed pack of mana crypts, and they're obligated, they're obligated to give you by, one. By law, in the fine print, <laughs> by law. So, actually, let's get back to the thing we're really talking about, where these secret layers. Yeah, and this, I, the, the Stranger Things one. Yeah, here. I had an issue with the Walking Dead one. I have the same issue with this one. Where it's exclusive cards, you can only get if you order them. It's not as bad as Nalothi Dragon. Like, this is actually closer to the book promos yeah. where you just send out for them. And anybody who wants them can get them. And I know a lot of people actually, like, specced on the secret layer of Walking Dead and a ton of people bought it. Yeah. Thinking that they would, like, skyrocket in price. And, and there may have didn't. been a little bit of movement shortly after they came out because you had the the Legacy League 5-0 that happened from a player who actually 5-0'd with Walking Dead cards in their Well, they 5-0'd with one specific card, Rick Grimes, which is... Is Rick Grimes, uh, right? Yeah, it was Rick Grimes. It was a human's deck. And basically, from what I understood afterwards that they 5-0 despite the Rick Grimes yeah. being in their deck. But, but still, it, it's a situation where somebody who takes a look at that deck list on SCG or TCG or is just like trying to find a deck what's to play and they're like, I want to play this at my weekly tournament, they may not know the whole story about, oh, they're just going to see Rick and they're like, oh, this player must have intentionally put this card in the deck for it to be good, not realizing it's a meme. And then yeah. you're going to have somebody that... Uh, I think the card's, not, actually, the card's actually supposedly good though right i think it's fine it's not great it's like a brimaz variant no it it's a lord uh, i think he was like plus two plus two or something yeah, I, I don't remember that. nobody remembers it's all it, bad it's yeah <laughs> but the point is during the period of time you had interest in a card that five owed an event if live tournaments were happening happening at the time you could have seen some kind of a short frenzy of people buying this card for much more than it really should have gone for. Yeah. And the fact that it has this intended scarcity is is the problem that a lot of people have with it. Yeah, and it's the same issue I have, as I said, with this new one. Honestly, I've, I'm not even that angry about it. It's like, I wish they didn't do this kind of thing, but it's... They're going to do it. The only card I have a problem with is Hopper. Yeah. Who's actually like an interesting card or interesting. I don't think that's the right word. Absurdly stupid card. Absurdly <laughs> stupid card. Yeah. It is like a Boros commander's wet dream. It's a 4-4-4-4 four, 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 that whenever Hopper attacks, investigate once for each non-token attacking creature. Yeah. So you theoretically could generate a lot of advantage for a lot of cheap creatures. It's essentially like, hey, it's a 4-4 four, four minute, it's just hard to block. And then the first time it attacks and you attack with a bunch yeah. of creatures, which theoretically Boral should be trying to do anyway. Mm -hmm. If somebody deals with your creatures, great. I have mana on the battlefield, I'm just going to start reloading because Boros tends to have a bad time trying to get card advantage anyway. Yeah, exactly. And that's like, why not print a similar card for Boros? Like, it just it makes me sad. The question that I have for this is why could these 
and similarly to The Walking Dead, since these all came out after the Ikoria uh, Godzilla IP crossover, why couldn't all of these have been part of a coming out or down the line commander product and you had the real names of these cards underneath like chief jim hopper at the top and then underneath it says um very angry battle commander that who investigates as the name i mean that's what they did with one of the godzilla cards that's what they did with all of the godzilla cards on there no it was just oh, one that's godzilla right. they card. had one godzilla card that did not have another card and it still doesn't have its card it's like Zilthora was yeah. the name of the card, and that was uh, the box topper uh, Godzilla, the tra primeval champion. Yeah, if any of these cards end up actually being good in any formats, Wizards is going to have a a mini crisis on their hands of like how can they justify having these cards out there if they're not like. I if... did he uh, hear a rumor that you can pull them in like. Was it a set booster like slot or a collector booster slot? That's, yeah. yeah, and they, but they're going to be incredibly rare. They're going to be like masterpiece rarities. Anyway, uh, secret layers. Lots of interesting conversation about them. Uh, I updated Morgan earlier that the secret layer that we pre-ordered back in June is going to ship on October 29th. That's going to be the Phyrexian one. That's going to be really, really excited. You guys have some interesting stories uh, from the past weekend, don't you? Oh, yeah, we do. Uh, where where to start? How about X and 1? I'm really interested in this. Well, let's well I am X and 1. Well, I'm I thought a, I was X and 1. I'm X and 1. <laughs> That's all I know of the story. So, I'm X and 1. So, yeah, we were visiting some different card stores in the area. Which ones did we visit? Paradise in Fairfax and we went to both Curio Caverns one and two yes uh, Springfield and Centerville not really across the street from each <laughs> no other. they're like half an hour away from each other did we stop by Victory Comics no we did not no. stop by Victory Comics I feel like there was one more that I'm not remembering no we, were, we had intended to but they were going to close at 6pm those mm, punks okay so <laughs> when we were visiting one of the stores they had a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, and we were just like, mm, whoa, just whoa, whoa. messing let's about. Step, let's step back a second. We went to, originally we wanted to go visit the Springfield location of Curio Cavern. Correct? Right? Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ross punched in the GPS wrong, so it took us to the original Curio Cavern. Wait, no. We just mixed it up again. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we wanted to go to the Centerville we location. The they look we the same. Springfield location instead. They look the same. <laughs> if you can imagine the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man <laughs> meme, that's what just happened. <laughs> so uh, originally, we were looking for some cards for my Vega, the Watcher deck, which uh, has taken flight, so to speak. Um, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you uh -huh. like that. Like that. Um, no, anyway. I hate it, but I got it. Okay, cool. My, my demon deck will have brought your birds into hell. They're spirits. They're bird spirits. <laughs> They're already in hell. Anyway. It's um, a circle. Great. Anyway. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Not this again. We went Make to... Stop. Which location did we go to? We went to the Springfield location first by We accident. went to the Springfield location for Curio Cabin, which was the original location. And... I, we did end up getting some cards, but
but they did not have a card that I, I needed for the deck, which was Mox Tantalite. Needed. Needed in, in air quotations, <laughs> yes. They also didn't have a Soul Talisman. I don't think anybody has ever used the word Mox Tantalite and needed in the same sentence. Or before. Soul Talisman and needed in the wow. same sentence either. Um, Many firsts on this so episode. So the gentleman there, who, who is named Alan, called over to the other store. The other store has a gentleman also named Alan who works there. And he answered the phone. And he answered the phone. <laughs> and said to them, unfortunately, we don't have any Mox Tantalites. And we're like, you know what? Okay, that's fine. We're still going to go over. So we go over, and they're in the middle of a, a Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. tournament. Yeah. And we start chatting with the gentleman, Alan, who was very nice. Um, Which Alan? Your Alan or my Alan? Or their Alan? The Alan that follows us on Twitter. Oh, does he follow us now? Yeah. That's nice. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to Alan. Alan, Alan was very nice. Specifically Tom, the Al- Alan Tom at Curio Cavern. So That's as far as we need yeah, to specify. So Tom, there are apparently three of them. Damn it. Yeah, they're and they're all spelled different. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> so Tom, Tom Hayde, who is the owner of Curio Cavern, you have a really great staff. Thank you very much for uh, providing the, the great customer service you do. Though admittedly, he didn't realize that they were all named Alan. They were all named Alan. Well, no, I think I think Tom did that intentionally. I mean, Alan didn't realize that. Uh, Which one? <laughs> I just broke Ross. <laughs> I, I just <laughs> broke Ross. I'm excellent one. I, I also deserve that, but <laughs> um, that they did in fact have Mox Tantalite. So yes. So the, wait, I'm getting, I'm getting that. So I was bending down looking in their case, and I'm like, wait a second. Dude, you have Mox Tantalites in the case. And he's like, oh, shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> First of all, why are they in the case? Second of all, all right, I got you, bro. <laughs> um, uh, so I did end up getting a Mox Tantalite, but we were there, and uh, we uh, a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament was going on. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh right now, except that... Um, My blue eyes. <laughs> I'm actually a really good impression <laughs> of little Karibo. <laughs> um, but apparently Yu-Gi-Oh requires you to use, Konami requires you to use third-party software for tracking the tournament results. And in the final round of the tournament, while we're there, it crashed. It crashed and killed the entire system. So nobody's results from the previous four rounds were available at all. all deleted. It was all deleted. And so, unfortunately, Alan at this location, I'm going to go with Alan at this location, long-haired Alan with glasses. He had to try to recreate the entire tournament into the system and have people tell him what their results were. And we then fantasized about every Yu-Gi-Oh player because they had to X and one to prize just coming up and saying I'm X and one no I'm X and one and just a, the greatest Spartacus moment ever well except for Yu-Gi-Oh cards instead of Pepsi well so <laughs> let's also be I'm gonna be I'm gonna be and very transparent that's kind of what happened um not in like a grand fashion but everyone was like Yo, man, I was X and 1 on tiebreakers. I'm X and 1. I'm, I'm X and 1, but I'm dropping. I'm going home because it's like 
at seven o'clock and they wanted to go eat or something. I don't know. I'm X and one, but I tied. But I, I tied, I, I, I tied two, rounds. two rounds. Yo, bro, I'm X and <laughs> one, but it's I'm X and one, but it's the European way of looking at dates. So the wins come second. Yo, I'm X and one, but let's split. <laughs> um. So anyway. Uh, this gets me into uh, our, our bad beat story of the week, which is more of just a, a cautionary tale. This is one of my biggest pet peeves. If you are in a card store, please, please respect their rules. Don't try to buy cards from someone else in the card store while their employee is watching you. <laughs> so essentially what I mean by this is these X and one people, which were like five or seven of them, I don't know anymore. There was a lot of people who said they were. There were a lot of people there, and they were all X and one. Yeah, they were all X and one, except for the one dude who wouldn't put on his mask. Um, He was was O2 drop. Um, (laughs) There there was some new Yu-Gi-Oh product that got released earlier in the day. Um, Funnily enough, we had been at Target earlier in the day with Mark after we had gone to eat dim sum and picked up something. And there was some really uh, pricey Yu-Gi-Oh product on the shelf mm-hmm. that okay. they were giving out as prize support. Yeah, gold tin or something. Some kind of gold tin uh, that's like the shape of the, the, the Yu-Gi-Oh tablet, if you know what it is. It's like the stone with the dark magician and the blue eyes white dragon on it. It's got some really great reprints or something, and they didn't get enough, so they were using it as prize support. Um, and Alan... Basically, was like, yeah, I will, I, I'll hook this guy up with a tin. The dude then turns to a person next to him and is like, hey, man, will you just buy this off me in cash? <laughs> like, what? not even nonchalantly or, like, slyly. He's just like, hey, man, will you just buy this off me in cash? And the dude just takes out a wad of money in front of the camera of the store in front of the salesperson. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> At any other store... That not only would have that been a warning, it would have been like, get out, you're banned. Like, I mean, it, it meant, like if basically it was like an innocent thing, like, oh, like, dude, what the ah! fuck? Like, it usually doesn't end in a band. It just has like a big warning uh, yeah, it's attached a big, to it. it. It's not, and it's like, a, it's also like just an, and like also generally speaking, it's like it's uncouth. Stop that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's uncouth and it's like it's disrespectful to the the LGS. Yeah, it's it's not something you should do. Do not buy and sell things in LGSs. Uh, that's just, you're not a business, they're the business, that's not okay. The LGS puts together a, a store identity. They, they get the furniture, they hire the staff, they rent the space, they pay for the utilities for the sole purpose of selling you product. Yes. And if you're going to the store with the intention that you're going to sell your product on their location, you're essentially saying that I don't respect the fact that you've set this up for yourself. One of the things that we were told frequently when we were judging at events, if we were also assisting with other vendors that were on site, it's just keep an eye out if anybody is selling product at the tables and they're not at their own stands. They should not be doing that inside venues. Uh, The vendors in the locations of Grand Prix uh, or any other large events at a convention center have purchased space for them to sell cards. Yeah. Uh, anybody else that's coming in there can be thrown out of events. And there are a lot of people that try to skirt the system, like, oh, I'm just going to be really, really small. I'm not, I'm not going to actually have, like, any cash on me. It's just going to be kind of, like, under the table. I, I've certainly seen plenty of people 
who have been kicked out of events specifically for yeah, that. Yeah, but the gall of this person in front of in the person in front of the of the employee and the camera, the camera. of the store, <laughs> full <laughs> frontal view was mind-boggling. I was just so like, hold on, a full frontal view in front of a cam. I know it sounds real bad. Cam guys. Cam, cam guys. guys. Oh, that sounds so much worse. And like, you know, he got a warning and was told not to do it, but I was just like, you know, we it ended up being me, Ross, and Alan afterwards, and we were shooting the shit. And I was like, in any other store, I would have just told you to get the fuck out, right? Like, that's super disrespectful. It's not okay. But that really got us talking about, like, other bannings in other stores and the reasons why. And interestingly enough, usually buying and selling things is not the thing that like, gets people banned. It's usually the smell. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, our uh, friend yeah. Morgan here almost got banned from a store for his little... It wasn't even, like, a side hustle. He had his own currency system called Morgan Bucks. It was Morgan, and, it's Morgan Credit. Morgan it's, Credit. It's, it's got, a, trade, it's got a trademark on it, first of all. would have people give him cards for Morgan Credit. He would Then he would get them other cards of that credit, them. but he would they, people would build up credit with him. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very fair. <laughs> and, to, and to be... And to, I will actually defend myself in this case. So you, you, this is not cash exchanging. No, no, no. It is not cash it, exchanging. It just... He had a system called Morgan Credit. Yeah, so he and was it, the matchmaker, trying to find people to trade cards across a wide range of different here's, people's here, and, 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 yeah. and here's the reason. It benefited the LGS because people would come to see me and wouldn't necessarily sell to the LGS because they didn't. the LGS did not have the cards that they wanted, right? I would then trade for the cards the LGS wanted, trade them into the LGS to get store credit, while then tracking down the cards that they wanted. So the LGS won by getting the cards it needed to sell, and then I would have store credit to use to open packs because I'm an addict. Yes. Um. <laughs> the reason why I had my finger up there is I was actually, the very first time I met Morgan was when he was in the process of doing some of that Morgan credit. Yeah, was, I'm really good at it. The very first time I like walk over and he's like, oh, hi, you're Mark. And we shook hands. I played Affinity poorly in a tournament. And I walk back over and he's like doing this little thing. It's like, okay, you need to get this. I'll make sure I get this. What are you doing with this? And then and immediately at this point, Mar Morgan looks at me. He's like, right, you, we're friends. And then I didn't see him for another four years. And he said, you, we're friends. And I'm like, oh my God, it's this guy. <laughs> oh, thank God. I was thinking, oh dear God. <laughs> no, I didn't say thank God. I said, oh, it was just, oh God. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's pronounced Mark. But when I explained it to the store owner... The store owner was like, because the store in question, um, not a lot of people wanted to sell them. Let's let me just be very frank. Uh, I thought your prices, name was Morgan. Their prices were not good enough, and their buyout rates were not good enough. But I was providing a service, and people were coming to the store to see both me and play in the space, and I was in turn providing back to the store. Now, I don't do this anymore because I don't do it at all because it's just not something I do. Also COVID. Yeah, also COVID. Um, but uh, just like, you know. So I will say, in defense of the store, they were not hiring you to do this thing and you were doing it without their permission. False. Two of the employees 
knew exactly what I was doing. I didn't say they didn't know what you were doing. I said that you were doing it without their permission. A shrug (laughs) versus actual physical confirmation is kind of permission. (laughs) I'm just going to say that. I'll I'll, uh, bring that up to the court. Yeah, and it's like... We've just seen people get banned for very silly reasons that they know they shouldn't do. And obvious reasons like theft. Don't steal things from people. Don't be a shit can. But what if they have things that they that they have that I want, but I don't want to pay for them, right? Maybe you should offer trading or offer them Morgan credit. I'll just get a cruise. <laughs> that, that that was, was actually yeah, that, that was the problem. Thing. That was actually the problem with this system. People started, people started trading, trading Morgan, Morgan credit. credit. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what got me in trouble. It wasn't that I was actually. Um, <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. If I go X and one, can I get Morgan credit? I was trading for packs, so yeah, why not? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that's completely... what got me in trouble. That's what got me in trouble. It wasn't the fact that I was trading cards in to them. It was the fact that someone was like, "I have the brilliant idea of I have three hundred Morgan credit. I'm going to trade it to the person who has two hundred Morgan credit." for a shock for like fetch lands and then he's gonna have 500 more grand i'm like it doesn't work like that (laughs) it does not you have the credit it's not them and that's why i had to have a conversation with the person problem was that was how it worked (laughs) it really wasn't how it works (laughs) and yet he still accepted that morgan credit how much outstanding market credit is there out there? Zero dollars and zero cents. Zero dollars and zero cents. Uh, actually, wait. No, there is a... Uh, fa- um, I guess there is one. There is a $120 sure. in... Can only be one. There's $120 in... Um, market credit. In a, a federal spring tunic that I owe to uh, James. All right. Okay. Fair so, enough. James is the only one with Morgan credit right now. But if you, dear listener, want Morgan credit, tweet at us at kicking my <laughs> underscore myself or email us at kickingmyselfmtg at gmail.com. I mean, I will trade nice you for plug. credit. Yeah, I will trade you for credit. I really do not like. All right. But, like, there are just various reasons that we've also seen other people getting banned. Uh, most of them are not particularly interesting. Morgan so, almost getting banned was probably the most interesting one, where I had to defend was, myself in in a in a kangaroo court. It wasn't even a good kangaroo did court. They have dunkaroos? No, wasn't Damn even a it. good kangaroo court. Well, that sucks. That does suck. Yeah, like I know someone who got banned from a store for constantly uh, slinging homophobic slurs. That's a reason to ban someone. Yes, just making people feel uncomfortable. Yeah, don't be a shit can. Uh, people. Someone literally stole a phone from somebody for no particular reason. Drugs. Pretty much. Drugs. <laughs> and, oh, oh yeah. People uh, someone got banned for threatening me personally with violence and then yelling at me for multiple hours on end. And that was fun. So I, th- I think this is a good opportunity now to, uh, to move into our wonderful, wonderful little tiff that you have with our good friend, John Medina, over who has the best, worst mono black commander. Wait, I do or he does? No, no. I'm excellent. Because <laughs> I have some pretty bad mono black commanders. That's correct. But I'm specifically talking about this upcoming Shiray Corlash match that we're talking so about. So John Ooh, Medina. The Shiray Corlash grudge match. No, it's a Shiray Corlash three levels of hell cage fight. 
I don't like this already. <laughs> Can't I just call it a grudge match and be happy? It's a grudge match inside Hell in the Cell, okay? <laughs> Jonathan Medina, about eh, 35 minutes or so ago, uh, accepted a clause that I proposed to him. There is something called the One Ship Challenge. He proposed it. <laughs> <laughs> Ross is so jealous. So jealous. <laughs> so he, he accepted this challenge that you brought, but also by his admission and Ross's admission. They don't know what it they is. They don't know what this challenge right. means. So what, the, what is the one-chip challenge? So I have no Mark, idea what you're talking about. please, explain the one-chip challenge. So the one-chip challenge is really, really spicy information here. Ooh. So it's, it's spicy? It's spicy. It's, it's by a company called Pocky, which makes really, really, really delicious chips. But in this package is just one chip. One. Just one. And the one challenge is big you chip. eat it. Oh. And this chip is is the spiciest you've ever had. Hot. It is and they change the recipe each Every year. year. And it is really, This year is Carolina really Reaper and hot. Uh, oh yes. Vogeluka Scorpion. This chip is I, is black. Right? I, I, I thought the like it was gonna be like ghost pepper. No, but then you said Carolina no. Reaper, which make no. which makes ghost peppers look like a joke. <laughs> no. No. So the so, idea of this is Morgan has has I laid have down the gauntlet I have to Medina that the loser will not only buy five packs. If I lose, I will buy five packs for the Alchemist Refuge, and I will donate them. But the loser will also have to eat the One Ship Challenge on video. And I'm assuming that for Medina, this means that he will be on stream exactly. for this. Exactly. If it's Morgan, we will do this at the conclusion of a commander match that we have at some point. But while Morgan was... going to freaking kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, we're going to actually lead into this a little bit more with some of the things. So while Morgan was brainstorming this, I came up with an even better idea. <laughs> so... We're finally going to be having our commander match. Uh, as of this recording, it's going to be this coming Sunday. By the time you hear this, this should be uh, the previous Sunday. Uh, so it should be live on Twitch. Uh, check out my my uh, channel, twitch.tv slash ransack82. Time travel. To time travel. I'll uh, put it up on our Twitter account for you to be able to get the link to that. We may create our own kicking myself Twitch account at some point in the future so that could be a little bit easier so it's not just online. But my proposal to Ross and to anybody else that comes on any of our uh, commander challenges is not only are we going to be putting these restrictions on us of these like, you know, commanders that we don't always play with or play against, but whoever doesn't win each of these matches has to go on one of these eating a spicy food challenge things. Now, the one chip challenge is kind of terrible. Maybe we'll save that for a bit down the line. I'm but something no, like I'm down. Okay, so Morgan's down. I'm but down. I was thinking about something like, you know, Burner Bliss or something like Ross eating... Ross doesn't know what that is either. I know what a warhead is. <laughs> so imagine taking an entire package of warheads, putting them in your mouth, spitting them out, and then chugging a bottle of hot sauce afterwards. We're going to be doing things like that. Well, I like the packet of warheads thing. I like warheads. Yeah, but we'll be doing something. <laughs> oh. So, I mean, they have some edible scorpions that I was actually talking to Mark we're, about. We're I'm not really going to do edible scorpions. Why? Because they're not spicy. I'm so confused. Would right you now. not eat an edible scorpion? I have eaten edible Would scorpions. Would you eat an edible scorpion? What? 
The answer aren't, is yes. I would eat an they, edible scorpion because all scorpions are edible. Yeah, that's what I thought. Was that? It's, and would you eat like a? It's like a. a, a, a is an arachnid? A, a devenomized. Like a, yeah. A devenomized scorpion, or a, a zebra spider. You're just saying things right now. I don't even know what is happening. So 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 the, look, while Morgan keeps having all these brainstorm ideas, and we will flesh these out a little bit more. The idea is that each of our commander matches, in addition to having fun building these decks, and to both Ross and Morgan's admissions, you both have had fun building your decks, haven't you? Actually, yes, yeah, and my I, deck is terrible. I, and that's fine. I actually don't know if my deck is terrible. I think my deck is fine. And that's fine. We will learn on Sunday. But I felt that we're having so much fun with these, I also want to put something a little bit fun as far as a punishment for if we don't win. Okay. Okay. So, so, the idea is, if you do not win your match, you will have to ingest one of these type of spicy foods. Okay, that sounds like a plan. Though, <laughs> the problem is, who doesn't win a commander match? Who? So, who, if you're still the alive view, at the end. The viewers. The viewers don't win a commander so match. So, wait, it's everybody, everybody who doesn't win. So, only the person who is left standing... Okay, I was thinking like, oh, the person who dies first. Nope. No. Nope. No. The person it's who the person who lives is exempt. Yeah. So John Medina, I'm coming back to you, buddy. Whenever you decide the time, survive if I let you. We're doing this again. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Not. No, we're not. No, we're, <laughs> we're, we're not doing this. Again. Uh, I cannot wait for you, Medina, to sit over your computer and eat this one chip and foam at the mouth. Because you are going to have to not only admit that Corlash is a shitty deck, but you're going to have to admit that you can't handle the heat. And with that... That almost worked. That almost worked. <laughs> and with that, I think that's a great way for us to wrap this up. How did it almost work? I, you make me so sad so much, Morgan. 